Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. We're in Unit 21, Session 4, Daily Study 2, reading from the Gospel of John, Chapter 4, verses 7 through 14. Here in this passage, we see Jesus drawing near to a particular woman, a woman that's a Samaritan, a woman that is an outcast um, because of her own doing, because of her own sin. But yet, what is amazing about this passage is that Jesus draws near to her. He draws near to her so that she might draw near to God. As James tells us in James 4.8, that that we are to draw near to God. He will draw near to us. When we cleanse our hands, recognize our sinful hearts, that the blood of Jesus Christ and his forgiveness purifies our hearts and takes away this wrong thinking, this double-mindedness. And, and beginning to fight sin means to set our affections on God. And what we see here is that this woman was beloved by Jesus. He was drawing near to her so that she would draw near to his heavenly father. And you think about how God created man and women, um, that Adam was alone in the garden, and God said, it is not a good place. It's not good for Adam, for man, to be alone without a woman. And, and so God created women, and the gospel is reaching women. And we need to be about um, women in the church. Um, men need mothers and sisters and daughters in the faith. Um, even as women need fathers and brothers and sons, we're a family. Um, that's what we've been talking about on Sundays, that we're a household, the beautiful body of Christ, and we are connected to one another. And, and so we need to, um, we need to welcome um, all into the family and not look at women in any way that puts them in the light that women are the problem. They are not. God calls them good. And we need to call them to God. And we need to understand their role and their function and their value in the body of Christ. You know, the, the enemy was after this particular woman. Uh, the enemy was wanting to uh, to destroy this particular woman. And she was ostracized by her ethnicity and a conflict that happened in Israel. And so that was a barrier, now a cultural barrier. Um, the fact that there was this aberrant view of women within the ancient Near East, including in Israel, um, was uh, against her. That women oftentimes were treated as property, and the Bible had to speak to that and, and speak loudly to that, uh, speak to the fact of the value in Christ that every person has. And then there was the lifestyle of, of her sin. And we have to be reminded in this case that, um, as the Bible instructs, that we um, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. And the devil was set against to destroy this woman. 
Um, we are warned in 1 Corinthians 6.8 to flee all forms of sexual immorality to inv- and to avoid the enticements of the adulteress, Proverbs uh, 7, chapter 5. But we see here that Jesus doesn't view flesh and blood as the enemy. This Samaritan woman was not the enemy of Jesus. Um, we see this in the life of Jesus. He has Mary and Martha that he loved. He ate with them. He taught them. He wept with them. He, he welcomed and esteemed their ministry. And women were an encouragement to Jesus in his ministry. And so they are also a part of the church. Um, are women sinners just like men? Yes, that is true. Um, but it is not the sinfulness of humanity um, that um, that's attached to humanity um, that makes the person the enemy. Rather, it is sin is the enemy, the devil is the enemy, and we know that he is out to destroy humanity. And so we must not look at women in a particular way, and I'm exhorting women and men, but especially men, um, women are not the enemy. They are part of the redemptive plan of God. And we, we need to, to come alongside. In fact, um, we need to come alongside in our ministry uh, to women um, as First uh, Timothy instructs that um, we have a particular way that we ought to treat women within the church. We should treat them with all purity, with honor and respect. Older women, um, we ought to treat as mothers and grandmothers in, in the faith. Um, we we ought to treat um, women in the church who are of the same age as and younger as sisters in the faith, and we ought to treat them. So there is um, accountability. There are guardrails um, that we need to put in place, but not at the expense um, of limiting women in any capacity that God and the scriptures have given them. Um, we must treat them in, with purity and protection, but we also must uplift them in our midst and allow them to flourish in the place that God has given them, which means that they're a part of this flock that we are to shepherd. And, and so as pastors um, and as those in small groups, um, we we need to to care for one another, men and women. There's um, There are some boundaries. Um, men should not have a discipling relationship, an ongoing discipling relationship with a woman. But there should be, in our small groups, uh, equal participation in a listening and learning and encouraging um, of men and women equally in those settings. We need to encourage them in their service. We need to support them in ministry. And um, we we need, as pastors, we need to continue to encourage uh, verbally um, our, our women. And when we see them doing things, uh, when we see them uh, loving and respecting their husband and in raising children and working in the church and making a difference in the community, all of us together need to see them, know them, encourage them, and value them. Why? Because Jesus does. Jesus values them. He values them at creation. But here we see this woman who was an outsider, an outcast, in three measures that way. Yet we see the deep, deep love of our Savior. And and so we too as well, 
um, in uh, a day and age that is seeking to make um, people equal by diminishing the the particular distinctions that God has given, we need to recognize that all are valued, all are equal, but yet there are some beautiful distinctions, and we need to encourage encourage all that are in the faith as a household, brothers and sisters in Christ, fathers and mothers together. Um, Let us model Jesus's ministry and let us not exclude anyone, but let us hold out the gospel.